greatest weapon of all. First step in solving any problem is recognizing there is one. It's time we started testing. Pain isn't something we thought. All we can ever do for our heroes is remember them. And they gave up two lives. The one they were living in and the one they would have lived. They gave up everything for our country, for us. They pray for freedom and justice. Some veterans not getting the timely care that they need. Less than 1% of Americans serving in uniform. Good news is, is that in recent years, we've made historic investments to boost the VA budget. What is it? Why should we care? We should care about press freedom because... Because we were informed. In democratic societies, free, diverse, and pluralist media enable public debates and are essential checks You don't look status. Let's discuss. Hey guys, uh, welcome to vet to vet podcast, uh, new episode, uh, season 2, episode 6, SCARS. Uh, as a short uh, reminder, vet to vet is a non-profit educational project dedicated to assist veterans with adjustments to civilian lifestyle and to provide assistance in obtaining uh, your VA and the other available benefits that you have earned. So SCAR disabilities are rated under 38 CFR uh, 4.118, diagnostic code uh, 7800-7805. And uh, SCARs are rated based on the number of SCARs or disfigurements a veteran has and the area of the body affected, uh, their permanence and the presence of pain or uh, instability. So let's go into into the topic. Yes. So the VA scheduled for rating disabilities VA SRD note eight characteristics of disfigurement that the VA incorporates into law how it rates scars for disability compensation purposes. The eight characteristics of disfigurement number one scar is five or more inches in length Number two, width of the scar is one quarter inch at the widest part. Number three, surface of the scar elevates or depresses when pressed upon. Number four, the scar is adherent to the soft tissue underneath it. Number five, hypopigmentation, loss of skin color or hyperpigmentation, darkening of the skin color in an area larger than six square inches. Six, abnormal skin texture, tight, shiny, scaly, things like that in an area larger than six square inches. Number seven, underlying soft tissue beneath the scar is missing in an area larger than six square inches. And number eight, skin is inflexible, does not move, and is endured hard in an area exceeding six square inches. So, um, diagnostic code 7800, scars to disfigurement of the head, face, or neck. There are three main categories VA takes into account when assigning a rating for scars under Diagnostic Code 7800, tissue loss, distortion, or asymmetry of features, and characteristics of disfigurement. Veterans who display tissue loss and gross distortion or asymmetry of three or more features, such as the nose, chin, forehead, eyes, eyelids, ears, cheeks, or lips, or display six or more characteristics of disfigurement should receive a disability rating of 80%. Veterans who experience tissue loss and gross distortion or asymmetry of two of the features listed above or have four of the five characteristics of disfigurement should be rated 50. 
those who pre who present with uh, tissue loss and gross distortion of or asymmetry of one of the aforementioned features or two or three of the characteristics of disfigurement may be assigned a disability rating of 30%. Veterans who display one characteristic of disfigurement may receive a disability rating of 10%, which is most common for most people. Mm -hmm. So diagnostic code 7801, scars elsewhere on the body that are deep and nonlinear. Nonlinear scars located in different areas of the body for example, one extremity, two separate extremities, front or back of the torso, are rated separately. Each rating is based upon the area of qualifying scars that affect a portion of the body. This means that if a veteran has one qualifying scar on their right arm and a qualifying scar on their left leg, they will receive separate ratings for each scar, which will then yield a combination, a combined disability rating. Nonlinear deep scars that occupy areas of 144 square inches or more may receive a 40% disability rating. Areas of at least 72 but less than 144 square inches warrant a 30% rating. Area or areas of 12 square inches minimum but under 72 square inches may be assigned 20% and areas or areas of an area or areas of at least six but less than 12 square inches should receive a 10% rating. And so this is just because of the size of the scars. Uh, diagnostic code 7802, superficial nonlinear scars not on the head, neck, or face. Superficial scars are not permanent in nature and do not affect underlying soft tissue, only the skin. Similar to diagnostic code 7801, these scars are rated separately for each area of the body affected. Veterans are only able to receive a 10% disability rating for superficial nonlinear scars affecting one area of the body other than the head, face, or neck. If the area or areas of the scars are 144 square inches or more, the veteran should be rated at 10%. 7804, painful or unstable scars. According to the Veterans Affairs Schedule for Rating Disabilities, an unstable scar is one where there is frequent loss of covering of skin over the scar. If more than one scar is considered unstable, an additional 10% may be added to the rating. Additionally, scars rated under Diagnostic Code 7800, 7801, 7802, or 7805 can also receive an evaluation under 7804 when applicable. Veterans who have five or more unstable or painful scars can be rated at 30%. Three or four painful or unstable scars may receive a rating of 20%, and one or two painful or unstable scars should be rated at 10%. Uh, 7805, other scars including linear scars. Disability ratings for these conditions are based upon the disabling effects of the, that the scar presents. For example, if a veteran has a linear scar running along the elbow that prevents flexation, then he or she will be rated on limitation of motion of the elbow. All other scar conditions not listed in the VASRD are rated analogous to diagnostic codes 7800 to 7805. Well, uh, typically scars are disfiguring or include a visible or palpable tissue loss, especially those that are involve the face, head or neck, and those can be cleaned straight away. 
but uh, the VA rating percentage and disability compensation rate for such scars depend on multiple factors, such as number of scars, size, location, degree of disfigurement, and so on. And uh, however, all too often uh, veterans don't know to claim and the VA doesn't uh, offer to rate scars connected to service-connected disabilities. Typically, scars that are uh, linear, superficial, uh, no underlying soft tissue damage, stable, well healed uh, and non-painful are rated uh, at uh, 0%. However, if uh, the scar is deep with underlying soft tissue damage, unstable, frequent loss of covering of skin over the scar or painful, then it can be rated at 10%, disabling or more. For example, if a veteran has a surgery on a service-connected hernia condition after the uh, some period, the veteran will receive compensation for the residual of that condition. And however, the scar resulting from the surgery becomes a secondary condition and should be claimed as well. Yep. Uh, in this example, often times the scar is painful due to its location and the irritation resulting from the waste line, uh, zipper, buttons or snaps of the clothing that is worn. By claiming this painful scar secondary to the service-connected uh, hernia condition, uh, the veteran may be well receive 10% disability rating. And uh, to better support a painful scar claim, it is advisable to discuss this condition with your doctor, so it's, uh, it is noted in your medical treatment records. And uh, yeah. Yeah, so keep that in mind. A lot of guys forget about the, the idea of a painful scar. They just go, yeah, I have a scar. So if there's any kind of pain towards it, you might be able to get a, at least 10 out of it. Yeah, make sure the examining physician take a color photos of every scar in addition to clear and detailed measurements and description to ensure you receive a proper rating for your condition. So scars can get pretty confusing, but hopefully this won't be too bad. First, there's basically four categories a scar can fit under. Any scars on or disfigurements of the head, face, or neck. Scars anywhere else on the body that are linear. Scars anywhere else on the body that are nonlinear and are deep. And scars anywhere else on the body that are nonlinear and su are superficial. Each of these categories has its own code and ratings. Um. Yeah, um, so like for example, if a fleshy part of the ear is missing, then it's only rated on the code uh, 6207, loss of the auricle. If an eye is actually missing, then it's only rated on the code 6063, loss of one eye. And both eyes is only rated on the code 6061, loss of both eyes. And the rating for this condition can also be warranted under this code if there is a scarring or disfigurement in addition to the missing ear or eye. So for like an example, if there's an uh, obvious significant tissue loss with severe distortion of three or more of the following, the eye and eyelids, ear, nose and mouth and lips, chin, forehead or cheeks, it's rated at 80%. Two of the above is rated 50 and one of the above is rated 30. Second rating option, the characteristics of disfigurement are as follows, loss of skin color or darkening of the skin color or redness in an area of more than six square inches, 
the texture or feel of the skin is irregular. Uh, the soft tissue underneath the surface of the scar is missing in an area of more than six inches. These areas will often be sunken in and hard to the touch. The skin is hard and doesn't move when touched or pulled in an area from more than six inches. This is all six inches squared. The skin of the scar is attached to the soft tissue underneath it. This would make that area hard to move since the skin would not be able to stretch or move in response to some movements, which is kind of like how the elbow wouldn't be able to bend. The surface of the scar rises up or sinks down when pushed upon. The scar is five or more inches long. The scar is like a, a quarter inch or more at its widest point. And so like almost like, like you see those college dudes with the branding tattoos and you can see the rays, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. When measuring a scar, measure from side to side and then from top to bottom. If the side to side measurement is five inches and the top to bottom measurement is three inches in the overall area, the scar would equal 15, squ uh, 15 squares. Now, when rating the scar disfigurement of the head, face, and neck, only one rating can be given for this entire area, regardless of how many scars there are. The measurements of each scar would are added together to create a total scarred area. So if there are two scars, one is three inches long and two inches wide, and the another is two inches long and one inch wide, then the combination of the scars of the area would be eight inches squared. And the total length would be five, five inches uh, squared. The width is only measurement that cannot be added together. The requirement for width characteristic is that it has to be a quarter inch at the widest point. The largest width is only one that would qualify for this. So in this case, the largest width measurement is two inches, plenty wide enough to qualify, but in the largest width, uh, but if the largest width were only one-eighth of an inch, then neither scar would qualify for the characteristic. So, get big scars. <laughs> After the math is done, you have to determine how many characteristics these scars have. So, assume that both scars are shiny and red. These scars would then satisfy the requirement for four characteristics. The scar uh, being five or more inches long, the scar being one-fourth or inch more wide at the widest point, redness in an area of six inches squared or more, shiny texture in an area of six inches squared or more. Now let's assume that one of these scars, the one measuring two by three or six inches squared, has a missing soft tissue, but the other doesn't. Since the scar measures six inches square on its own, it does qualify for another characteristic. The total number of characteristics for these two scars in this case is five. <clears throat> the total number of characteristics for these two scars in this case is now five. If, however, the small scar, the two by one, uh, the two, two inch square, is the one with missing soft tissue, it does not have a large enough area by itself to qualify for this characteristic. Even though the total area you combine both areas is big enough. A characteristic can only qualify if it covers an area of six inches squared or more. So now that we're covering everything, so let's try to make a bigger example out of all this fun stuff. So let's say there's now three scars. The first one is two inches long and two inches wide. The texture is scaly, the color is white, and the skin is inflexible. The second scar is four inches long, an eighth inch wide, it sinks down when it's pushed on and the texture is scaly. 
The last scar is 12 inches long and an eighth inch wide. The color is red and texture is shiny. How many characteristics of disfigurement are present? So I hope you all wrote this down. Yeah, so like for the first one, length two inches, width three inches, total area four inches, uh, no, uh, no rises or sinks when touched, no soft tissue attached. Uh, so skin hard and immovable, six inches and four inches in total, Ir irregularities, uh, six inches, irregular color. So irregular texture and regular color is four inches. Scar number two, length four, width one eighth. So total area uh, 0.5. Uh, rises or sinks when touched, yes. Uh, movable, uh, no missing tissues. Irregularities in texture, 0.5. Irregularities in color, none. And scar number three, length 12 inches. Uh, with uh, one eight, uh, total area is 1.5 inches, and uh, we can only see irregularities in texture and in color. So, uh, and here we got to figure out what applies. So the total number of characteristics of disfigurement that are present in this case is four. Note that in this case, even though scar number two is only half inch square and was the only one that raised or sunk when pushed on, it still qualified for this characteristic since there was no minimum area required. Likewise though, two of the scars had irregular color, the combined area of the, these two scars was not enough for it to qualify for the last characteristic. Now for the rating, the thing that everybody cares about. If there are six or more characteristics, it is rated at 80%. If there are four or five characteristics, it's rated at 50. If there are two or three, it's rated at 30%. If there's one characteristic, it's rated at 10%. So for this example, we had four. Mm -hmm. That's not too bad of a rating. So, nonlinear scars of the body. Nonlinear scars are scars that are patches, not thin lines. So this is important. Each part of the body that is affected by a nonlinear scar is rated separately. When, <laughs> when the ratings are assigned, uh, numerous ratings under these codes can be given. So if more than one rating is given under the, under the Diagnostic Code 7801, then it should be clear on the rating decision which area each rating is for. So, yeah. So it's important uh, that each of these areas is clearly defined and measured. So the overall rating is accurate. And uh, all nonlinear scars of the body are rated based on the area, square inches, of the skin affected. And these calculations can be a bit complicated to measure and uh, may vary uh, based on the examining physician. Uh, and you can help yourself, however, by knowing exactly how these measurements should be done. And uh, to measure the area of uh, skin affected by a burn, measure the length top to bottom, width, side to side, and then multiply them together. Uh, it may be necessary to portion the scar into sections that are then measured and their areas uh, added together. Yeah, so, um, and if a single scar runs across uh, one part of the body and into another, then it's divided and rated for each bit of it uh, that is in each part of the body.
and unfortunately this could decrease the overall rating if the parts of the scar in, the, in each area are smaller and thus rated less than it might have been uh, as a whole. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so keep in mind, we've been talking about uh, the Diagnostic Code 7801 for deep nonlinear scars. These are the deep scars if there's damage to the soft, skin, soft tissue under the skin. If uh, the area of scarring is in a single body part that's 144 square inches or bigger, then it's uh, rated at 40%. The other one is Diagnostic Code 7802, which is the superficial nonlinear scars. These are the ones that only affect the skin and not the soft tissue underneath, like stitches. Um, if these scars cause other disabling conditions beyond disfigurement, like pain, you could go for that 10% rating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, so it depends on what uh, kind of scar you have, uh, uh, how it is, uh, uh, how it is uh, big or wide, if there is a redness, if there is a tissue attached, and uh, based on those criteria, uh, you can uh, go to these or that diagnostic codes. So other sc scar conditions? All other scar conditions will be uh, rated innocuously. So with the above ratings, the bottom line is to rule, the bottom line rule is to rate any condition under the code that best describes it, even if it's not necessarily exact. Uh, so what kind of principles we can apply here? So always keep in mind pyramiding. That's like the biggest thing that a lot of vets don't really understand. And what it basically is, is a single condition could only be rated once. However, if another condition exists that is in addition to the scar condition, not just caused by it, then it could also be rated. So similar thing that you would see is like hearing loss and tinnitus are two separate things, even though it's your left ear. But you can't just build off of that one thing forever and ever. Um, probative value, if two exams record the condition differently than the exam with the most thorough data and performed by the most qualified person in that specialty will, will be the exam that the rating is based on. And so always remember a tie goes to the vet. If there are two equally strong exams with conflicting information or if the condition can be equally rated under two different codes, then the one that gives the highest rating will be assigned. Every conflict should be resolved in the favor of the higher rating. What we're hoping for. Mm -hmm. um, accurate measurements. It is essential that the necessary information to rate your condition is recorded by the physician in your exam. With the information on this page, you should know what needs to be measured and recorded. Make sure this happens correctly to ensure you're receiving a proper rating. Hospital or convalescent ratings. Some conditions require periods of hospitalization or constant medical care at home nurses. At any condition that requires this is rated at 100% during this intensive treatment. Once it ends, then the 100% rating will continue for a certain period. This is a period of three months unless another length, like six months or a year, is directly specified in the condition rating. Some patients may need more time to recover than others, so the physician or rating authorities can lengthen this time period if they see fit. And so that's basically the 100% due to medical surgeries and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. 
So that's it uh, for this podcast. Uh, and uh, as always, uh, do you have book, great movie, stuff you would recommend? Rick and Morty season five is out. So go check that out and avoid Southern California. It's very hot right now. Yeah. And a quote or words of wisdom of the day. War is cruelty. There is no use in trying to reform it. The crueler it is, the sooner it will be over. Said by uh, William T. Sherman. Uh, that's it, folks. Thank you for listening. Until next time, over and out. Thank you.